Hello everybody, welcome back. This week is Parashas Vayera, and we are continuing with the Halachas of Tznius. This is part 7. And we are also continuing what we began last week, talking about hair covering. So last week we discussed the source of the obligation for a married woman to cover her hair. And it was divided into two segments. There was a Tyra source to cover your hair that was learned out of a Pasuk by Saita. And the Gemara said that the obligation for a married woman to cover her hair, as far as the Tyra is concerned, can be... Uh, is sufficient to cover it with kalsa. Kalsa means a basket, like a, a wicker basket, which is apparently something they used to use to cover their hair with. So that would be sufficient as far as the tire is concerned, is to cover it with kalsa, with her basket. But then there's something called das yehudis, which was essentially a drabanan form of, uh, of, of a requirement, which sounds like that Jewish women accept upon themselves, and that requires a much more extensive covering of the hair, and that is a full covering, basically. So that's Das Yehudis. So the Gemara, the, the Gemara explains that for as far as the Torah is concerned, it's enough to wear this kalsa, this basket. We'll talk a little bit more about this momentarily. And the, the Rabbanon required a full covering of the hair. But then in the house, we explained last week that it's a machlekes, um between the Paiskim, whether this extends to the house as well. But certainly in the private places in the house, like the bedroom or uh, the bathroom, there one halachically is not required to cover your hair. But there is a different concept, which we talked about last week, which is referred to as kimchis, which is the name of the woman that uh, inst- uh, kind of innovated it, which was an extra level of sneeze to keep your hair covered at all times, uh, no matter what, as long as it's you know, possible to keep your all, all your all your hair covered and all the time. So that's the chumrah of kim, kimchis, which is a nice, uh, beautiful thing for a person to take on. But that's a chumrah. That's beyond halacha. So that's what we talked about last year and th- th- last week. And this week, I want to talk about um, how much of the hair needs to be covered. I want to discuss that. And Amir Tzachem, the next time we learn next week, I'm not. There's not. There's not, not going to be a shear, but the following week. Bez Hashem, we will talk about um, shaitals, and I think that will wrap this up. So uh, this week, though, we'll talk about how much of the hair has to be covered. And in order to understand this, we need to address three things. And first is the distinction I just mentioned, the distinction the Gemara makes between what the Torah requires, which is apparently sufficient to cover your hair with a basket, and versus what the Rabbanon require, which is a full covering of the hair. And the next thing we're going to discuss is there is a... Tshuva, uh, a response there of Moshe Feinstein's Zetzal wrote, which is widely misunderstood or, or debated, I should say, uh, where he seems to say something about you can have a certain amount of your hair uncovered to uh, less than a tefaf, which is called two fingers. So about two inches of your hair could be uncovered. So we'll, we'll, we're going to discuss that. And lastly, we will discuss a, uh, a halachic concept that there's a certain part of your hair that doesn't have to be covered, and that's the hair on the temple, uh, which doesn't fit into the uh, snood when it's worn regularly or to a tichel. So we'll talk about those three things and try to understand the rationale and the halacha between how much of a person's hair needs to be covered. So, as we just said, the Gemara says that if you walk in the street and you put this basket on your head, that's, that is sufficient as far as the Torah is concerned, but not sufficient as far as Das Yehudis is concerned. As far as the, what the Rabbanon required, it's not enough. And the question is, why, what was the, wrong with this basket? What was the problem? So the simple understanding of the Gemara was that the basket didn't cover all the hair. It covered like, uh, like you'd be wearing a hat. It covered most of your hair, but there were parts of it that stuck out. And that was enough for the Tyra, 
But the Rabbanan required much more, the Rabbanan required a full covering of your hair. That's a simple understanding. However, it's qu- pretty clear in a number of Rishonim, and that includes the Rambam, that they did not understand the Gemara that way. And they understood that the basket does cover all your hair, and yet it's not enough. So what a number of Rishonim seems to say is that the reason why the basket wasn't enough was because the basket is a wicker basket and it has holes. So yes, it covers all the hair, but you can see through the holes and see the hair. So that's even though it's all tiny holes, so you're not seeing any expansive hair altogether, all you're seeing is tiny little holes. That is what the Gemara said, that that's sufficient for as far as the tire is concerned, but it's not enough for Das Yehudis and Midra Banan, one needs to cover that as well. The other way to understand the Gemara is the way, and it seems to be the way the Rambam understands the Gemara, is that the basket actually was a full total covering of the hair, but the Rabbanan required two coverings of the hair. One, the basket, and secondly, they wore a cloth as well. And that is the source of what Hasidim do, I imagine there's other sources as well, but this is one of the sources of what Hasidim do, that they wear a shaitel, and they wear a hat on top of a shaitel. That's their understanding of the requirement of Das Yehudis. Now, obviously, this is not the, the majority opinion, by far, right, as far as everybody else other than Hasidim, they don't wear two coverings on the hair. But again, just good to understand that it's all a question of understanding what this Gemara means. The Gemara says that the Torah says this basket is enough, and the Rabbanan said it's not enough. What was not enough? Either it's because the basket didn't cover all the hair, so the Rabbana were just saying you have to cover all your hair, or it's it did cover all the hair, but there were holes, so you could see the hair through the holes, and that's why it was not enough, or because they required two coverings, and like I said, the second, the last pad is certainly not the halacha, but now we'll see about those first two. Now, Rav Moshe has a tshuva, and in this tshuva he writes that, um, that uh, uh, a... Uh, you, you can uncover part of your hair, and, and this is his rationale, this is what he's saying. As we know, as far as the rest of the body is concerned, right, so the, the, all the parts that have to be covered have to be covered, but in Shulchan Aruch, there's a distinction made, and there's something called tefach b'isha erba. Tefach b'isha erba means that if a full tefach, which is about this much, it's about three inches, between three and four inches, is revealed, then that's an erba, which means you can't make a bracha, and you can't daven, and all that is a problem. So what, what is that relevant to? So the way Shulchan Aruch explains, it means for a woman's husband. A woman's husband is allowed to see hers partially uncovered, but in order, if, he, if there's a full tefach of the part that needs to be covered, so let's say the elbow has to be covered, there's a tefach uncovered, so tefach b'isha erba, once a tefach is uncovered, then her husband also can't make a bracha, but if it's less than a tefach, less than three inches, that's fine. But the Ramah explains that's just for her husband. For anybody else, even less than a tefach is a problem. Right, so, so clearly on any other part of the body, you can't have any part of it uncovered. So if a neckline is partially, even a, 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 even a centimeter uh, lower than it should be, if, uh, if the sleeves uh, don't cover the elbows even a centimeter, if the skirt is even a centimeter too high, that's less than a tapak, but less than a tapak is a problem for everybody else. The husband is not a problem, but for everybody else it is a problem, and that's a lack of tzniyas, and that's why all those, those levels of tzniyas have to be kept in, in totality. But Ramesha says, what about by here? He says the here is somewhat of an anomaly because you see a, a single girl is allowed to uncover her hair, right? So it's kind of interesting, like what kind of status is this that a single girl can have her hair uncovered and for a married woman it is a problem? So therefore he says it's not quite the same like the rest of the body. And on the hair, if you uncover a full tefach, that's a problem, but less than a tefach is not a problem for anybody. 
So that's what he writes in his Shuvah. So he says that basically if you're wearing your, your uh, snood and you uncover a little bit of the hair in the front, so there's like two fingers worth of the hair, it's less than a tefach, he seems to say that that would be okay. Because this concept of less than a tefach being a problem does not apply to hair. By hair you can uncover less than a tefach and you can walk out with like that. That's a simple reading of his Shuvah seems to indicate that. Now... For, obviously, this won't work with the understanding that I mentioned before. That the Gemara, if if you, what the Gemara's problem with um, the basket is that you can see through the little holes. So that's clearly going to be, uh, you know, against this because that's there was no at no part was there a tefach visible. It was just tiny little holes where you could see some of the hair. And the Gemara still has a problem with that. So obviously that won't work with Ramesh. Ramesh must have understood the Gemara differently. He understood the Gemara just means that uh, a basket doesn't cover all your hair and you have to do you do have to cover all your hair. But Ramesh says, a less than a tapach, that's okay. That's what Ramesh seems to say. Now um, it's quite a leniency, and I'm sure everybody here has witnessed that anybody who does wear uh, snood, you know, a little, not covering all the hair, and it goes a little bit up, it, without, you know, it constantly moves further back. So there's really, practically speaking, in reality, there's almost no such thing as leaving part of your hair uncovered and it's staying that way. It doesn't. It keeps on going back, and then much more gets uncovered, which is most certainly a breach of sneers. But even even besides that, Ramesh's opinion was not accepted with the majority of Paiskim. Um, Mishabur himself uh, implies that it's not all here has to be covered, everything. And the Chazanish clearly said everything has to be covered. Ravan Cutler, Nissan Karela, Tzorchayim Pinchas Scheinberg, many, many contemporary Paiskim all disagreed with Rav Maisha, and they said all the hair has to be covered. But in addition, um, Rav Ruben Feinstein was approached by, Rav, not Rav Ruben, I'm sorry, David Feinstein, that's all, Rav Maisha's son, was approached by Rav Matzio Solomon, he should be well, and by Rav David Halper and a Rav in, in, um, in London. And they asked him, is this what your father really meant, that you can uncover two fingers worth of your hair? And he said, if you read the tshuva carefully, you'll see that's not what he's saying. He said that the way the tshuva is worded is about to someone who was struggling very much. She was struggling with her Yiddishkeit and she was struggling with her tznius. And the husband was asking, how much of an issue does he have to make? How much does he have to fight with his wife to cover all of her hair? And that's what Ramesha was explaining, that it isn't necessarily going against halacha if you leave part of your hair uncovered. That's not necessarily directly against halacha. But Ramesha himself writes in the end of the tshuva that it was roi for all every Basishral to totally cover her hair. So even Ramesha writes that this is not an advice that I'm giving for all of Klal And David said that it most certainly was not my father's opinion. He held that all hair has to be covered. So it's important to know that that is, a, I guess, a myth that needs to be dispelled, that, that uh, a woman's hair has to be covered totally and no part of it can be showing. Now, when I say no part of it can be showing, as we mentioned before, there is an exception. And this is a, a Rajba, this is actually brought in Halacha, uh, that part of it could be, and that's that is the temple. So here, that's here that's not actually on your head, but your temple, which means that when you wear a snood and it goes over your ear, there's this little part of it that doesn't get covered by the tichel or the snood. So that's called tzedaim. That's the word in Hebrew for it. Tzedaim is a temple, or it's here that doesn't really fit into uh, in, into a tichel. So yetzichutz mitzimson is the language. So whatever it is, some little hair that's that when you cover all your hair, even so, that little bit of it doesn't get covered, that the Rashba says is okay, that's not normal to cover that here and it's not expected. Probably a widow's peak, if a person, you know, wears the, uh, um, a snood regularly and there's a little bit that goes beyond it also is included in that concept and that's okay. Now, that being said, 
going back to what I said in the beginning, there is a concept of kimchis, which is if a person wants to be extra stringent and a person wants to accept upon themselves what kimchis did, then you would cover all of your hair, even the part that halachically you're allowed to show. And that's why some people wear their snooze very low so that it covers all their hair. That's they're trying to do this concept of kimchis. Again, it's not, that's not halachically required, but that's a chumrah. So, uh, to, sum, to summarize, the Torah requires you to cover all of your hair, either it's the Raisa or it's the Rabbanan, but definitely all the hair has to be covered. And although there seems to be some argument or some debate about whether they, perhaps you're allowed to uncover a little bit of the hair, two, two fingers, it's certainly not the opinion of the majority of contemporary Paiskim, and perhaps was not even the opinion of Ramesha, so certainly not something a person should be lenient with. And... Um, and and uh, and again, if a person the the parts that don't fit into the snood at all, that is allowed to be uncovered. But there's an extra chumrah of kimchis if a person wants to cover that as well. That summarizes how much of the hair needs to be covered.